This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join your two girls, Mercy and Priya, to learn about what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. What's up, everyone? This is Priya from the I'm Speaking Podcast. Today, we're talking about where the crawdads sing. Yes. So hi, Priya. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. Really good. <laughs> I'm so psyched about, I know I say the same thing every single time. I just caught myself every time I say, I'm so excited about this one. <laughs> but there will be some I'm not as excited about, but this particular one. I know. Um, we read the book during our book club. Mm-hmm. We loved it. Um, and then we all watched the movie around the same time. Yeah. And, and, you were, and before it came oh. out, you were obsessing and like setting reels constantly. It is real. Did you see that real? Yeah. Well, because it was also Reese Witherspoon. So I kind of loved that about it. Yeah. Um, and every, uh, everything, everything. So yeah, super excited to be here. Pre, I'm super excited to talk about this uh-huh. book and movie. Uh, if you haven't read the book, it's okay. The movie was somewhat similar, similar enough that you really won't miss too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Reese Witherspoon and her team did an excellent job with it. But if you haven't either read or watched the movie, this is going to be full of spoilers. Yes. So we're telling you now, watch out, uh, maybe watch the movie. If it's something, you know, you've been hearing about, if you want to know more about the movie, then definitely you can listen to us. We're going to kind of recap it real quick and tell you why we absolutely loved it. Yeah, absolutely. So the book that Mercy's talking about where the crawdads sing is written by Delia Owens. And the, the, the movie is based upon the novel and it takes place in the deep South. And it's a woman, it's based on a woman who pretty much raises herself in the marches, marshes of the deep South and ends up being a suspect in a murder of a man that she was once involved with. And it's just a very traumatic experience that she goes through. And the whole time, I'm going to give this show to you, Mercy, because you love this thing. But the whole time I was like (laughs) cringing, like, oh, my God, this poor little girl. Like Mm -hmm. she's by herself in the freaking swamp. Like nobody's taking care of her. There's these two shop owners that are trying to watch over her a little bit. But they're even struggling with that whole idea because of the race differences, the ethnic differences. But the whole time I'm just like cringing, like somebody needs to watch this little girl. What if she falls? What if an alligator eats her or something? Yeah. 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 You're absolutely <laughs> right. But you know, she becomes a survivor. So her name is Kaya. Mm-hmm. And Kaya. Um, so it starts really sad that the movie, the book, um, the whole storyline starts really, really sad. And it ends with a satisfying feeling but there's sadness to it also so we did have uh people in our book club that said that it it was just too sad for them but there's just so much in it that i i think it's worth the sadness if that makes any sense i personally stare away from anything that makes me sad or cry i'm somebody that loves either a good thriller or comedy or uplifting things inspire you know, inspiring things. I don't like anything that makes me sad. I think the world has enough of that. I don't need to read that. But in this particular case, it's just such a beautiful storyline of a a self-raised woman who becomes a survivor, who becomes a gift to the world um, in so many ways. So the whole storyline starts with an abusive family like so the dad is an alcoholic who abuses and hurts the wife and the children the mom comes to a point i believe there's five children Mm -hmm. yeah i believe there's five children 
Kaya being the youngest child, um, he beats her one day just so, so bad that she leaves. She leaves and Kaya, as I want to say, she might be seven years old, maybe five years old, is sitting watching her mom walk away, not understanding the mom is never coming back. Yeah. Uh, just kind of. And she spends a whole movie. She spends a whole movie thinking she's still going to come back. Yeah, she's waiting for mom to come back. Yeah. So um, right after the mom leaves, the dad starts taking it out on the other siblings and they all leave. Eventually everybody leaves and it's only Kaya and her dad. Yeah. And then they built somewhat of a relationship that the dad kind of tries. Um, the mom tries to reach out to come and pick up Kaya and take her. The dad burns the letter. Kaya never finds out, you know, what the letter actually said. Mom dies. Um, Kaya never finds out until later on towards the end of the, the story yeah. when one of the siblings comes back and realizes that, you know, because she's in this court trial that she's still around and he, yeah. you know, comes back just devastated. I'm so sorry. I left you. You know, everybody was kind of on survival. That, that was like, how did you feel about that? They all just left her. Everybody. I, you know, I, I, I can see everybody was kind of on survival mode. It's kind of like if there's a fire and everybody kind of runs out yeah. and that's how it was. And I don't know. They just left. And that you was know, so heartbreaking. It, sadly, sadly, it seems like a very common thing. Mm. Um, and Kaya never wanted to leave there. Kaya stayed. And then Kaya um, became just, um, I don't want to say a creature of habit, but she became part of her habitat. Mm. And yes. yeah. she became and part of the marshes. Yes. And she was very gifted, very talented, a brilliant girl. Um, who actually starts learning through the friendship of the guy she falls in love with, which is Tate. Um, later on, Tate decides that he has to do something with his life. So he needs to go off to college and come back. And like in every single love story, you know, there's like, oh, he came and he saw her with somebody else and he thought and she thought and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he ends up with somebody things. else. Yeah. <laughs> But she, thinking she's abandoned by her love of her life, Tate, starts a relationship with this Chase, crap guy, Chase, mm -hmm. who's a liar and who- Just like her dad. Yeah. And so who kind of likes her, because you can tell there's genuinely, he does like her, but he's not willing to give up his upper class life for her. Mm -hmm. So he has her hidden. So she's like that, that little thing on the side. Like a and secret. She, yeah, she gives her everything to him and he betrays her in every single way possible. And so they find him dead towards, that's how, really how the movie starts with him mm -hmm. dead. And the whole movie is completely based or the storyline on who killed him. Yeah, And she's, you know, she's of course the one everybody points at and all of the evidence proves that it could not possibly be her. So at the end, uh, you know, she's innocent. Tate comes back, they fall in love, they, you know, just go on in life. Meanwhile, she's drawing, she's writing, and she's publishing things mm -hmm. that make her very famous and, and very well off. But she stays in her roots and her little shack and just kind of lives her life the only way she knew how to. Yeah. Um, so what is different between the book and the movie is that in the book, it's a secret that she's the one that's really publishing all these books. She has like a different name. Oh, as an author. 
So when so she doesn't really show up to meet with the publishers or anything? Oh, not oh. at all. Not at all. So in the that's book. A, that's a huge part of the movie plot. It's a huge part at the end of the book. Yeah. Because at the end of the book, um, her favorite author that she had all her books in her room, like in her house. And the one that she used to like love to read the books and to look at all the illustrations and everything. It was really hers. Mm. The book you think is just uh, an author. Yeah. But um, so the way the book ends is when she passes away at the end, he, her husband, her love of her life, because okay. this shows that it goes on like years, years almost, later. Like it's almost have, like a notebook in a way. And it's almost like the notebook. It's like towards the end of their life, they grow old together in a beautiful life from probably like their mid twenties till they're like, I want to say it looks like they're in their eighties. Yeah. Um, and so when she passes away, the way that she chose to pass away, which was in the middle of the marsh with in a boat by herself with nature surrounding her, he finds the box, her little box of, of things that were special to her. And in there, she, he finds a journal and in the journal, he realizes all the money that she had in the bank that she was worth because she was such a famous um, author and he realizes that that author was her. She just oh. used a different name so nobody would identify who she was and where she lived. That's completely different from the movie. <laughs> so, yes. In the movie, in the movie, she uses her real name. Yeah. And her name kind of follows her, but not in the book. So the ending in the book is better. Times a hundred. Mm. The book itself has an entire section at the end that's only concentrating on everything she leaves in that box. And you're reading it and reading it and reading. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Where in the movie, it's kind of, it's over and he sees it. And then all of a sudden, like this necklace falls. Yes. And it makes you wonder. But if you're really not in tune with what's happening, you can miss the whole point. Well, yeah, I missed the, the point. Right. I missed in it because we went back to book club. In the movie. We had yes. a book club meeting about the movie too. And I said to everybody, I'm like, okay, so does this mean that she was the one who killed Chase? Because I didn't really understand that whole part with the necklace because the necklace is what she had given Chase. Right, that um, he never took off. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. So in the book, you don't miss it. That's part of the, the beauty of the story mm -hmm. is that her husband finds that journal that she has. And in the journal, it goes by every stage of her life and her first book and when she published it and when she's running away from him and how he follows her. And then when she says, um, I learned from a specific bird that she names that if you do not kill the prey, you lose everything, including your life. Mantis. So in the movie, it's the praying mantis. There you go. So that's what it is. So she says, so I had to kill the prey after he had hurt me. Otherwise he was going to kill me. And so you, he's reading it all. This is her husband, like in his eighties reading like, oh my God, he raped her. Oh my God. He did this to her. Oh my God. She did this to him and she killed him. And here's the, the, the necklace and blah, blah, blah. So the book really works hard on the ending of the story the movie does not it yes the closure is not there yeah. so that the was the, that was the that would to me that was the biggest difference mm -hmm. um and disappointment right but the movie's just beautifully made so you're kind of like okay whatever I, at least i read the book 
the book also starts with her life, her story, and then the judgment moment comes in when they find his body, mm. where the movie starts with his death. And then he's the center of attention because he's dead. And then yeah. it goes from there. So it's, you know, it's different. Yeah. Um, in, in the book, so in the movie, she's narrating the whole story from a jail cell. Because, of course, it starts off with the death of Chase right. and her being like, you know, a suspect and everything. So she's narrating from the jail cell and she's talking to her lawyer who's trying to defend her in court and getting all the details. So she's she's giving him all the details mm-hmm. from the jail cell. And that's the movie. Uh, is that the same in the book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say that it was. I can't remember exactly, but I want to say that it was. I know that um, also in the book. um the characters, which are, I think it's Mabel. Mm, yes. It's like a mother figure to her uh, is a really big part of the book. There's like so much compassion and love that I think is somewhat missed in the movie because it's a movie. And in the book, there's just so much, yeah. that there's richness in the detail. Um, now you see, you see the compassion from Mabel and jump in. You, you can feel it more when you read the book. You can oh. really feel it more, even though it's beautifully done. And I take nothing away from the movie because I really loved it and enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, there's still more. There's more detail, I guess, maybe because you can give it your own perception and your own touch when you're reading it. Yeah. Um, and the same thing uh, with the attorney. So the attorney, um, I feel in the movie, you fall in love more with that character and his compassion because of the actor. Whereas in the book, it's just, you know, you just kind of imagine this older man, but in the, in the movie, you really see him at a brighter light. Yeah. So I think, I think to be fair at the end of it all, I would strongly suggest do both read it and watch the movie. It's like two different similar experiences, but they're both beautifully unique. I think Reese Witherspoon did a beautiful thing. Um, with the movie, I can see why she changed it a little bit. I could see where she was going with that. Um, and it works. So, you know, I really loved it. I love the book. Um, I understand, I believe I've been told already several times that the book is going to be brought in because of um, its literature. It's going to be brought into the school systems in America. Really? Yes, because of all of the different um, things it uses and Really? Yeah. Which states is or what states are you talking about here? Um, you know, <laughs> I I heard about it. I think it was on one of those morning shows. There's racial stuff yeah. in there that I'm sure some states won't want to. But that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. No, no, no. But the yeah. the wording, you know, everything that she uses, um, there's just a lot. And then they they say that there's a lot of similarities between the book and the true life of the author. Also. yes yes so, yeah. yeah so there's something there so yeah um you know it's it hasn't been number one forever for for no particular reason uh it is excellent I think if I had to compare it to something there was definitely the notebook vibes in it because of mm-hmm. the love story so yeah. yes I see that 100% I think that, that that's what she was going for Reese I think she was trying to create the same type of vibe with this movie because people yeah because the the notebook resonated with a whole generation of people you know and a lot of young girls were just like all crazy about it and wanted that notebook moment you know so maybe she was trying to recreate that yeah 
I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's a great way of commercializing it also. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel that to me, there was a connection between this book and story, this book and movie to the book and movie of the help. So if you ever read the help yeah. the book, yeah, which was amazing. Yes. Then you watch the movie, which was excellent. There's always little things that the movie will miss that you really want to read the book because you get the whole thing. Um, but the movie does it justice. Okay. And so that's how I felt here. So yeah. you know, there's certain ones that I could tell you, forget the book, just watch the movie. You know, <laughs> the movie was better or forget the movie. The movie sucked. It killed the book. The book was better. In this case, both were good. And, you know, the help both were good. The notebook were both good. So yeah. And they all have a twist on the, on the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many martinis do you give it? I would give it four martinis. And only because this is not my genre, but it was sweet and it was suspenseful, suspenseful. <laughs> um, I would give it four martinis. Oh, that's awesome. The movie. I the movie. give it five. I give it five. I give both of them five, even though, you know, I feel the movie liked the tad. Mm -hmm. I think it was excellent. I give both of them a five, both the book and the movie. I think they're must watch. Um, books and movies and um, yeah I highly recommend them I think they were great I loved the whole thing I loved the plot I loved all the plot twists uh, the beginning the ending the all of it I, yeah and you know we didn't even say so spoiler alert she she's the one who murdered Chase did we say that yes okay I, I think it was implied but maybe we weren't <laughs> clear we, we left it like a movie because like, <laughs> yeah. i was confused at the end of the movie like wait did she did she do it <laughs> yes she did do it she uh, did do it so you watch the whole movie or you read the whole book thinking she's this innocent girl that's being um accused of something that she could not have possibly done yeah. and all the evidence shows that she didn't do it but they're framing her um, kind of like To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, mm. There's types of that in there as well. Um, but no, at the end of it all, she kind of shows everybody like, yeah, I killed him. Yeah, I killed him. He, otherwise, he was going to, you know, and me. And he wanted me and he wanted me to be like his side hustle or whatever. Uh -huh. So no, no, yeah, got rid of him. All so, right. Yeah, so. Awesome. So you give it five martinis. I give 100%. it four martinis. Uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check out both the, the book and the movie of the When the Crawdads Sing. And uh, join us for the next episode. Yeah, Bye. let us know also what you thought of it. Absolutely. Let us know in the comments. Message us, DM us. Let us know what you thought of it. And give us some recommendations of other mm -hmm. movies and shows you want to hear about. Hear our take on. Um, and then we'll see you next episode. Yep. We'll talk to you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.